I'm Leon. I'm Tegan. And welcome to Good Time. Not a long time. This week is the Halloween special. So we've got a different structure. We're going to have a general chat to begin with, which is going to be about an hour long this time because it's a special. And then we're going to split it into three segments. So first, we're going to be talking about serial killers. Then we're going to swiftly move on to bad creepy pastors, And then we're going to finish it up with some unsolved mysteries for you to think about at the end. So without waiting any longer, let's boom, get boom, straight boom. into the podcast. Insert spooky music, get all spooky. <laughs> Obviously, we're going to be speaking a bit about Halloween mm-hmm. stuff, but I think it'll be great to just update everybody on what's happened this week. Because apparently mm-hmm. you absolutely manifested the crap out of last week and had a completely enjoyable time. Yeah, I did. I was going to say, I don't remember what happened last week, that's because there was no drama. That's why I don't remember what happened, I just had a great week. The drama, mate. I was on my own with a preschooler, so technically it was really boring because I had no friends to talk to, but to be fair, I was supposed to be doing work, but you know, we fox over that. Oh, it's a common sight though, isn't it? Not having anyone to talk to. <laughs> that's right, that. <laughs> you know, my teacher voice is coming out a lot more recently. Oh yeah, you've mentioned. With the, um, didn't you... With, with my dog, Didn't you yeah. bring your, yeah, with your dog? Didn't mean to. Because he wanted to get up on the, was it, was, yeah, he tried to get up on the bed and I was like, Spud, come here. But like my actual teacher voice, which that's not my teacher voice. What is your teacher voice? I don't really, I can't just put, do it on the spot. I've got to imagine like a kid's there and I've got to be like, I don't know. I can't <laughs> think of it on the spot. Like, oh dear, I'm not, no wait, wait, give me a minute, give me a minute, give me a minute. Right. Okay. Oh dear, I'm not very happy with your behaviour today. That's not how we talk to our friends. <laughs> That's your teacher voice. Yeah, I had to pull that out last week, yeah. That's it. You know what? I got a bit terrified from hearing that. I'm not a horrible person. Like, I don't scream at them. I barely ever yell. That's my problem. They all just take the piss out of me. Because <laughs> I never yell at them. I think if, you, if, I think if you're having to yell at a three-year-old, you've already lost the battle, haven't you? Do you know what I mean? It's a three-year-old... Yeah. Surely you can yeah. assert some power over it before having to yell. Yeah. <laughs> I'll boot it. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm, I'm sorry, I really won't. Anyone who's looking to employ me, I'll do not hurt children. Debatable. We're doing some spooky stuff as well at work, like some oh, yes. Halloween stuff. Spookfest? With um, the home area is okay. now um, a witch's house. Oh. And it's, it looks quite cool, to be fair. I had nothing to do with that. Uh, your creative talents are nowhere to be seen. Yeah, no, actually, we did some apple. This one actually came from my mum a little bit, but then someone else bought the apples in, so it didn't come from my mum either, but... If you cut an apple in half, put it in some paint, press it against some paper, looks like a pumpkin. So we've done some pumpkin painting, decorating witches' hats, Halloween's... Re- we've decorated the entire nursery, we've got Halloween, ev- we've got Halloween stuff everywhere, bats, cats, you name it. <laughs> it sounds like you set up a little shop, we've got bats, cats, <laughs> pumpkins, hats, anything I'm you want, <laughs> you name it, we'll give Genuinely. it. That's the best thing about working in well, like little kids around like festive times. You get to be all festive with them. The only thing I thought about is if we're in Halloween's on a weekday, isn't it? No, it's on it's on a Saturday. Oh, it doesn't matter. Well, actually, because no, on the Friday we'll probably have to we'll probably have to dress. Up. I'll probably have to dress up. What am I for? Oh, going to go last Halloween. Um, yourself. <laughs> Genuinely tempted. You must be very excited, you know, going into like a little bit of a fancy dress. Not really, no. It's effort. I've got to buy it. Oh, well, you've got the money because you're working now, right? Yeah, I get I get paid on Tuesday. 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 I don't make me holler, bitch. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the teachers during World Book Day. That's what I think 
you'll look like. It was mainly the English department who did it. Yeah. And nobody else. I won't go to that degree, get a grit, oh no. Although at one point the maths department did dress up as Oompa Loompas, which I think was iconic. Oh yeah, they did, didn't they? Oh, stop it. And then art did um, Three Little Pigs and the, <laughs> the only male art teacher was the wolf. Oh. Sexism loves sexism. <laughs> Why can't there be a female wolf? It's 2020, guys. Exactly. Why are the women pigs? <laughs> oh, bringing up some serious 2020 issues. But I've, the, the maths department being Oompa Loompas were amazing because there were certain rotund teachers I'd say that just suited the role perfectly <laughs> you said about that I know exactly which one you're talking about stop it uh, oh his, his pie ta- oh stop it I hate him I hate it. I didn't look like that man I, I have a story to share about that man okay so obviously no one's gonna really understand it but this man was very large right very large <laughs> like I'd say clinically obese <laughs> Like, that's horrible, but that's what I would say. Yeah. Anyway, we was going, you know, in year 10, on the coach, on the way to, we was going looking at colleges. I was sat with someone, and he came over to us and was like, are you seatbelts on? And we were like, yeah. And then he sat on the three seats. You know, the coaches sometimes have like three seats in a row. He sat on them, all three of them. <laughs> right, and then this girl who I was sat with, turned around and went, why are you not putting your seatbelt on? And he <laughs> looks at us dead in the face and just went, I seem to have a problem with seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs> this girl just looked at me and was like "What?" The? we were just looking at each other like what the fuck what do you even say to that like oh okay and then everyone in the coach started shouting the teacher's name has got a mangina oh I remember that and I just felt really uncomfortable because like, how have we suddenly got the confidence to just start chanting this because nobody was saying anything <laughs> exactly yeah I know and like I just thought this poor man's getting humiliated on a coach for 14 15 year olds that's why I could never work with all the kids I'm sorry I have another story about work today that you're gonna love right okay go ahead well no but we've, we've finished the story love. oh okay right well okay we'll finish it off <laughs> um <laughs> brilliant so Sorry. i remember at the end he sat up and he turned to the coach and i genuinely thought he was going to give us a fat lecture oh <laughs> a fat lecture <laughs> I didn't mean that, but um, <laughs> why did we not? Do you know we didn't even get any trouble for that at all? No, no I mean, one... I say we as if we were involved, but I mean, no one got in like crap for it. I thought people were going to get punished after that. Yeah, nothing even happened. Man probably started it himself. <laughs> <laughs> what a bit of probably started thinking, yeah, you know what? The the situations like that that remind me why our school got picked to be on tv like it genuinely is yeah but not even the good things were picked to go on tv no i'm sure at one point me and you were dancing in front of the canvas yeah well the whole head boy head girl situation they missed me being the mother hen of the group of all of us like like congratulating everyone giving everyone hugs we had a group they missed the entire group hug that we had because i initiated it not because it was someone who was going to be like main person that angered me and then they also missed in the room where we was like waiting to know gonna have our like interviews me and you singing i didn't know i was starving until i needed food which no he's not funny but at the time was hilarious and we were just dancing around making our posters being absolute muppets <laughs> yeah. running to go and get hot chocolate they didn't film that well, they did film it they just didn't put it on rats rats uh, this could, we could have been an iconic duo we could have been, been an on. iconic duo but because of it being a bit scripted and things like that we it just didn't happen the the, the iconic things that betrayed. we got up to were just never featured instead they turned me into a quite serious character yeah, they and did and I love I'm not here for it <laughs> do you know what though I, actually I can't say that because it'll wrap myself out and I'll look like a bitch so I'm not saying that <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. What they did do, though, was when I went to view it, you know, because they have to show us before the edit. Mm-hmm. When they went to view it, I looked at it, I was like, okay, I don't look too bad, to be honest. I'm a bit serious, but it's fine. But then in the final release, they added in a bit which they didn't show me. And oh, that was when I was talking about the other head boy candidate. And I was like, I'm sick and tired of being under him. <laughs> Just like I'm, uh, I'm vice chair. He's chair. I'm sick and tired of being under him. And they threw that in at the end, and they didn't show it. They didn't show it to us because I'm, I bet you it was because if they showed it to us, I would have been like, um, I don't want that to be in it. It bugs me, right? Because at the end of that episode, when it gets announced that you and that other person got it, right? Yeah. We, basically, we weren't allowed to talk about it. Who had got it and stuff. However, me and the other head boy candidate, we had already had our interviews and knew that we didn't have it. Me and one of the other girls looked devastated, right? So we knew that girl didn't have it. Yeah. And then the other girl, she had also told us that she hadn't had it. And me and the other head boy were talking about it. And we were just pissed off because it was always you two who got everything. I wasn't asked because I was not a male. I was not competing against you. I couldn't give a shit if you got it or not. It's just that. Oh, that, oh no. No. <laughs> I, and it looks like I was really depressed because I didn't get it. I didn't want it. I thought the other girl, not the one who was crying the other girl deserved it right i thought she deserved it and i was just depressed that that girl got it just because it angered me i was more angry and not even because i didn't get it i could tell i could (laughs) i I could tell you i know my face just looked like a slapped ass and it looks like i'm jealous i wasn't jealous i didn't want it in the end (laughs) i've given up i only wanted to do it with jensen me and jensen when it happened me and jensen like yeah let's do it let's do it and then he didn't even do it did he yeah he did he was a senior prefect with me and then don't forget that one teacher was a bitch to us all and um, oh yeah we all started this thing saying well they need us more than we need them and we were like well they'll just quit we'll just quit then what they're gonna do and Jensen was the only one who had the balls to do it. That entire thing was just, it was such a fuss. We couldn't do anything anyway. We could, yeah, we couldn't do anything because the student council were already like, no, you can't do this, you can't do that. And we were like, okay, so what can we do then? But basically nothing. We just went there every morning. I didn't even like half of the people that were there. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't I even like half. I feel that in my soul. I was sat down, tried to set out a task and everything, just didn't even listen. I think you had two friends in there by the end of it. That was you and George. Yeah. That was, I, I wasn't close to anyone else in there. Like, it was just, it was such a ball ache. I'm sorry. Anyway, back to me and my job. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. So, I just want to share this. Pumpkin painting, like with the apples, right? Yes. Sat there, right? Just We're all just vibing, me and these. How many did I have in? In the morning, I would have had... I had four, right? We're all just sat there vibing, doing this, like, apple painting. Yep. And next minute, I just hear one of these kids look at the other kid and go, says the kid's name, and then goes, don't do that, you cheeky bastard. <laughs> I stopped. I thought, what? What do I do in this situation? This I child. Mean, it had me shook, right? So I was just like... He's been um, hanging around with you too much, that's why. I don't swear at work, actually. And um, I just was like, it said the kid's name, and I went, we don't say that in there, that's an adult word. And he looked at me, dead in the face, and went, really? What's your reply to that? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it is. Don't say it again. Because he didn't understand that it was like it was a bad word, so you can't really tell him off for it. Yeah. I was shook. Just didn't really kid. Just go, cheeky bastard. Brilliant. <laughs> his, his home sounds like a vibey place. Get me there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd love to. It'll probably just be a spitting image of what your place is like. I remember <laughs> it. <laughs> Steph's been called out. <laughs> Mum said, will there Sorry, be an episode where I don't get mentioned? No, there won't. You're too iconic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Steph. You're, you're going to be in it to win it. I remember in primary school, I got told off once for saying a bad word. What word? But I didn't know it was bad. So I used to play Call of Duty in primary school. Oh, um, naughty boy. <laughs> I mean, it's... I, who cares? I, I remember, like... Uh, 
playing with my friends and they were all coming through the corners like, Leon, Leon, hello, Leon, things like that. But um, so I used to play that and my dad used to say, your cheeky toe rag, um, <laughs> when he played it. So I said that. They didn't take off a toe rag. <laughs> Get yeah. a grip. Right. I, I, exactly. I was like, that's not... That's but like, anyway, not I was word. playing... It was it was like a games day in primary school. And I was playing with um, with like a group of people. And they did something. I was like, oh, you cheeky toe rag. And then, oh, That's Leon. actually quite funny. I'd laugh if I had to say that. <laughs> like, like, Brilliant. Leon. And I was like, what? And I'm like, did you just swear? And I was like, I don't think it's a swear. <laughs> I don't think it's a swear. <laughs> it's it's not. And then they went over to my year five teacher and they were like, Leon's just swore. And then she went, um, Leon, did you just say a bad word in front of one of my students? Because, oh, oh it I was, because well, I was in year four and we were mixing with like the year fives. And I'm like, oh, no. did, you, did you say a bad word? And I buckled in the pressure. I didn't even question whether it was a bad yeah. word or not. I just said yes. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I write myself get out. And, but the thing is, I didn't even get in trouble for it. Oh, wow. It was mainly just like a slap on the wrist, not an actual slap on the wrist, because that's that's Ill- illegal. That's, <laughs> that, that's illegal <laughs> behaviour. But it was just like, don't do it again. I was like, okay, fine. So I didn't even get punished for it. But that was a bizarre experience. Leon's was, a good boy doing bad things. <laughs> other than that, I was a uh, I was a child. I almost said child's pet, a teacher's pet. Um, since working in schools. The amount of kids that come to you and go, they've just said a swear word and it's just a word like, shut up. And I'm like, that's not a swear word. It's not nice, but it's not a swear word. Stop grassing, steak. I just see kids just tell bare lies on a daily basis. Like, these two kids telling each other they were cousins. I was like, you're not, you're definitely not related. Like, there's no way. Like, Why the, was the there... Different- the different Were races. They're defining character. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Like, it's genuinely not. Po- and, like, I think, if I'm correct, one of the children that like, has only come over, like, was born in a completely different country. Do you know what I mean? So it was just not possible. Just stop lying. Just don't lie. I don't get it. What, what, what makes them feel better about that? Kids just have very wild imaginations. However, I'd on say. placement, when back in my first year of placement, there was this, like, uh, there was these two, like, little girls. One of them was very troublesome. The other one was troublesome. But I loved one of them, like, so much. She was my best mate. We used to sit and do work together, like... And when I went back for my second year, she remembered me and everything, and we were, like, best mates. Yeah. Right? But she was in a classroom environment. She could be very intense, hence why I do one-to-one work with her when I was in. But every morning, she'd come in, and these two girls, like, they didn't get on with each other. Like, they wanted to be friends, but they just wind each other up. And keep in mind, we're only in reception, so that's age three no four four and five right every morning she knew where her peg was she would come in go to the other girl's peg take the other girl's bag and coat off just drop it on the floor and put her coat and peg uh, like her coat and bag on top of the other girl's peg oh every morning because she knew a it would get the other girl in trouble for leaving her things on the floor and secondly it would also just be annoying that her stuff was on that peg that is trouble in the making that is <laughs> at the age of four she was my best mate I, I found it well i used to stand there and watch her every morning and just laugh to myself <laughs> No, she brilliant. she is going to be absolute trouble when she gets older. I, think I can just tell. On the autistic spectrum. I well, I take it all back then. <laughs> there was what? There was one right day we sat on the carpet, all of us. Right, we was I think we were doing music or something like that. And she just looks at the teacher and just goes, "I've got elbows." And then she goes, "Have you got elbows?" And he's just fascinated by everyone's elbows. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll be working with kids isn't the best job ever because it really is. Oh, well, I mean, sometimes because you had a bit of an accident this week, did you? With Oh, the, the shit. With action, yeah. Oh, that's, was that this week? Yeah, that was this week. You told oh, me that hell. there was a bit... <laughs> I think it was a Tuesday or something. Oh, it probably I, was, yeah. I was in the middle of eating brownies as well. Well, when you were telling me. Oh, so, that's th- unfortunate. That. that was so... I don't even want to remember that. People who are in nappies, right? People. <laughs> Children who are in nappies. Toddlers, <laughs> you can babies. Get and if they're not potty trained... 
fine, right? You just deal with it. However, the good thing about a nappy is you wipe it away, you put the nappy in the bin. Not when a child who didn't tell you they'd shit themselves. Then it's been rolling around the floor doing all sorts. Oh, no. Right, yeah, yeah oh. I know. In underpants. Underpants, Leon. No. Underpants. No. I was like, oh, I felt ill. I was like, no. And keep in mind, these parents put him in like underpants that are too small for him. So they're already very, very tight. And there's a completely different thing because from like a toddler slash baby shit to a heat. Because when you get to a certain age, you have human shits. Like it's not, it doesn't change. It was horrible. I don't know how. I, did, I only gagged once, once. And that I was putting it into the nappy bag. And then the ma- my manager came in and went, did you try and like scoop it all out? No, no, no. <laughs> No, I did not. And that's not, it's not my fault. Like, no, there's a level where I, I would have been sick. Like, there's a genuine level. I'm surprised when you were telling me and when you were telling me you were very calm about it and you said that you only gagged once. To me, that's traumatising worthy. That, yeah, it that, is, but... That for me would have been like, sorry, I'm I'm, I'm leaving. That's, that's yeah, but the door, like that... I'm gone. <laughs> why you're not in that job leon for me exactly. personally i could never for me personally i have to do it like you can't just leave the kids sat in shitty underpants as much as i wanted to deep down because i didn't want to deal with it but you know you just got to do it you're in an apron and gloves like it's not like you could just like got nothing on you gotta have your ppe but still even with ppe it's just it's there it's the smell it's the i think i've learned to just kind of hold my breath <coughs> i've learned to like it's really like genuinely gags. Because I think that's why I gagged when I was like putting that back because I breathed in. And I think that was just completely, no, I shouldn't have done that. Well, so, that's yeah. where breathing exercises are important. I, but you'd die from an asthma attack if you did that. <laughs> My asthma's been saying, hey, recently it's gone cold. But do you know what I will say? When I was on placement, obviously, like you don't really, it's not your job to like change nappies. You're not employed there. Even though you still have a DBS, like you, yeah. it's not your job. You can do practice ones where like you go and like do one or two, just to, like make sure that you know how to kind of do it in the right way and stuff like that. Because there is right and wrong ways to wipe children's nappies. So once, once, out of my job like this was like the first time like i've properly gone in and done it and i thought in my head it's going to be so weird like just changing other children's bums you know what i mean like they're not my yeah. kids actually it really isn't you, just, you don't even think about it you just do it and it's done however so pull-ups right you've been beaten into submission <laughs> genuinely have at this point pull-ups right the bane of my life i'm sick to death of pull-ups i am sick of having to get your child half undressed just to put a nappy on them just put them in a nappy or just put them in like big girl knickers and big girl underpants please oh big boy underpants even like <laughs> yeah. genuinely stop this because i like and then one of the other staff at work turned around and went why are you getting them like why are you taking the trousers off to put the pull-up on and i was like because how else you gonna put it on because like a pull-up is like fully formed she went just take one shoe off and one leg out of the clothing slide it up the leg that's like basically you can do it where you don't have to like get them fully undressed and it's changed my life <laughs> Even the manager didn't know and she was like, why the fuck have you kept this to yourself for all this time? I've been spending half an hour trying to change kids. I think they should, they should be fired. <laughs> She's leaving in two for, weeks. I'm going to miss for her. Holding, for holding that information in. I've got many qualms about working in a nursery. I get we're open till six o'clock, but I stopped getting paid at six o'clock. It takes us five minutes to hand your child over and 15 minutes to lock up. Guess what? I stopped getting paid at six. Pick your child up at 25 two, please. Or five two, unless there's a genuine reason. I am sick of parents coming at one minute to six. It's not right. That's a public service announcement to any parents who will pick up their child last minute. Although to be fair, I've kind of done that a few times. If there's a genuine reason or if you forget, that is fine. But it's always the same kid sat there waiting. Stop. I hate yeah. it. Yeah, just, just pick up your kids. Up. Pick just up your kids it. on time. Please, I beg. I'm begging. I'm begging you for. Oh no, copyrights. <laughs> I stopped myself. Copyright. Um, also, so I I'm... have. Go on. You, you share your story, and then I've got. I've got a story about my childhood that's traumatized me to this day. <laughs> Death. I'm looking at you. 
Brilliant. Hello, Steph, again. You'll be featured soon. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to talk about my week that I've had because oh, go on. I don't know why everything always seems to go a bit peak tongue in Leamington Spa to begin with. <laughs> This is. So, okay, last week, the reason why I uploaded the the podcast quite late is because I didn't realise how stressful the week was going to be until Monday. So I didn't have time to edit much. I did not know what God had planned. I did not know what anybody had planned and I was thrown into it and it was stress. It was pure stress. But anyway, so I got there on the Sunday, Sunday afternoon, feeling really positive. You know, I went over to one of my friends and they gave me a box of brownies that they'd baked, which was really excited for. I was so fucking jealous of that. A box of six brownies. You had like a crunchy brownie. You had like an orange brownie. You had what's it called jammy dodger brownies just oh although it's not a brownie is it i've had them this week like a white blondie a blondie it's a a blondie but yeah um but um she also had a spare box and she's like i've got this spare do you want it and i went of course yes so i had two boxes of brownies that i brought back to my room so i was nibbling on them for ages then i went over to a little gathering to have some it was like a little it, it was a little games night I'd say. We're not going to get too deep into it because things happened. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to, yeah, we're not going to get too deep into it, but I had, I think I had like a beer called Desperado. Absolutely disgusting, but I still had it anyway. And I also had... Thank you. I also had uh, a Pepsi Max as well. So... Obviously, I had the brownies, the Pepsi Max, whatever. I needed to brush my teeth. <laughs> However, when I went back to my room and went into my suitcase, I'd realised something absolutely horrific. And that was the fact that I left my toothbrush and toothpaste at home. It's, do you know what? It's never been more on brand for you, Leon. Honestly, and I was there like, oh my, what do I do? I had, my, I had my tongue scraper. So clearly I went into the bathroom to get the tongue scraper, but I didn't go in to get the bloody toothpaste and toothbrush. So I messaged my group chat from my work, kind of like, has anybody got a toothbrush and toothbrush? Toothpaste. Well, because it was quite late, nobody responded. I was like, oh my word, I'm going to have to sleep without toothbrush and toothpaste. So that was the first thing that happened. Obviously, eventually I got a toothbrush and toothpaste. I didn't go throughout the entire week without having any. It did. It got smelly breath, really. Big shout out to some <laughs> colleagues because I think I've developed, not developed, <laughs> I've got four mums now at work. <laughs> Aww, that's so four, cute. Four amazing women in their, I want to say mid 20s. They take good care of me. Like if I'm, if I'm a bit hungry or whatever, they're like, do you want a McDonald's? Things like that. I was like, and they were like, Aww. Oh, we're, we're going to go out to Sainsbury's. Do you, want the so toothbrush, do you want the toothbrush and toothpaste? Things like that. But yeah, so I've got four mums overlooking me at work, which is quite nice. But in the morning, we had to dress in smart clothes because I think there were going to be like two directors there for lunch or whatever, something like that anyway. And I went to put on my fancy pants, my fancy fancy pants. And okay, so during the lockdown, I lost just a bit of weight, a bit of muscles as well. A bit of weight and muscles. Speaking so from all... the only person I know to lose weight during lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I've, I don't even know how it happened because I was mainly just lying around and sleeping anyway. But the pants, like my fancy pants that I had, they didn't fit me anymore. Also, the belt as well, it hardly fits me. It's like I'll put it on, you know, the last slot and it would just droop down a bit. So I still have to pull up my pants anyway. If so you find a new belt, then don't you, dickhead? Well, I did. I got a new belt which fastens the pants really well. Oh, yeah. happy for you. <laughs> anyway, I had my outfit planned and everything and I put it onto the bed and I was like, okay, I'm going to wear this. And then when I put my pants up, I was like, oh, okay, let's get my belt. Yes, you forgot to bring the belt. I'm guessing it's you. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> it was me. I forgot to bring the belt, which means I could not wear any of my fancy pants. Oh, 
You deserve it. The only thing that I could wear was my suit pants, but I didn't want to wear them yet. No, <laughs> I'm lying. Wow. What I did was I wore jeans for the d- for throughout the day and then I got, got changed. I've got no clothes apart from this one pair, but I'm refusing. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you that early, did you? <laughs> yeah, so um, I wore some like black skinny jeans for the entire day. I mean, I think I pulled off the look, to be honest. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to big myself up where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give where credit's due. No, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. And yeah, I, right. looked, I looked amazing. I looked very smart. But f- before the lunch, I got changed into my fancy pants, my fancy suit pants, the ones that actually fit me without a belt. And I just wore that instead. So that was another thing that happened. <laughs> I love that for you. And we had to do a presentation in front of directors. Now, our presentation was on diversity inclusion. We thought that topic would have been like in the bag because basically what it was, was we had to present in front of a panel of directors for the company. And then those directors would pick three projects that they would take on in the actual company. And when they mentioned it last week, it was like, oh yeah, you're going to be put in a group and you're going to, you're going to create a presentation. And I was like, that's fine. I do that loads of times. I've got lots of experience. fine what could go wrong turns out what we also had to do was we had to schedule in loads of interviews we had to schedule i think like eight interviews already i'm gonna be honest it sounds like too much of a ball like give me a shitty nappy any day (laughs) honestly i would have i would have preferred the nappy but we had to do eight 25 minute interviews with employees of the company but we also had to interview one person who wasn't in the company so one of our one of the people on my program called the mum up and just interviewed her instead that is my level of participation (laughs) for this entire podcast i'm just gonna mention my (laughs) mum yeah uh which was absolutely brilliant loved it but we had like a fake budget as well and the only way we could increase our budget is if we took part in activities so you could say it was basically like the apprentice mixed with i'm a celeb to get me out of here the apprentice with the project management and then I'm a celeb to get me out of here with like dingo dollar challenges. And, you know, it. some of us lost money, some of us won money, but it was an absolute ball like, because we had to, we had to spend money, like fake money this is, mm-hmm. on each table that we used, each laptop we used, each bit of paper that we had to use, each phone call, each email. I don't know if I mentioned that already. Just anything that we used, it cost money. Fake money. Would you be asked? Like, how would... What? No. I'm not going to lie. It's a no for me. By the end of the week, we're in minus 20 grand. (laughs) I I am Simon Cowell. It's a no for me. It was a lot of stress. And then you obviously had like a social distance presentation as well. So it wasn't a normal presentation. There was was like lots of distancing. But yeah, it was... It was enjoyable though, because my group were actually really nice. Enjoyable. We have different things on enjoyable, honestly. Like, the week wasn't enjoyable. We were stressing most of the time anyway. We didn't even have... We hardly had any time to do anything. And when we were at lunch, because it was so stressful, we were talking about it at lunch. So there was no point throughout the day where we just, like, talking about normal things or just chilling and relaxing. (sighs) That's when I'd be like, get to fuck, see you later, peace out. Yeah, because... Fuck this shit, I'm out. I'd go back to my room and I'd just have, like, loads of messages sent through from friends. I'd be like, oh, I, I can't open these now. <laughs> I really can't because... <laughs> Is like, that I'll why get you ignored m- me, bitch? Yeah, I ignored you for, like... fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was ignoring everybody because as soon as I got into my room and then checked my Snapchat and realised that I had loads of messages sent through, then it'd be time for me to go back to grab dinner. And then once I've grabbed oh. dinner and then come back, then I'd be then I'd be ready for bed, essentially. Ah, oh, my leg, sorry. <laughs> I've stripped my leg. I'm sorry. Not, not, to, not to do down your story or anything. Not to do down your traumatic experience. Yeah. That's what I have to share. Oh, I knew okay. I had something to get off my chest. What? I think I have arthritis or 
Reynard, because the level of pain I keep getting on the right side of my leg, my hip, my knee, my ankle is just not humanly normal. I'm having to put deep heat, hot water bottles. I am not living my best life with this pain. It is horrible. That's all I had to say, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you don't seem to be thriving, to be honest, on the health no. side of things. Also, um, this one's for Steph. Hello, Steph. Welcome back. Why, as a child, was I never allowed to go trick-or-treating? Because it's begging. We never gave out to trick-or-treaters <laughs> because it's begging. But now, oh, suddenly this year, 2021, we shouldn't even be trick-or-treating because of COVID-19. Have you bought in a Halloween bowl and sweets to give out to... <gasps> no. I will slap them sweets out of everybody's hands. No, I do not care. Not on, not on. I went to a party one year, a birthday party that also coincided with Halloween. So we got to dress up Halloween, but it's a birthday party. The parents went round to the houses. We didn't, I didn't even go near a house apart from that person's house. <laughs> got some sweets in for us for like trick-or-treating. Yeah. And gave it me. I got in trouble for going trick-or-treating. I didn't go trick-or-treating, mum. I didn't. <laughs> and now, something must change the tune, haven't they? Change the fucking mood like the fucking weather, I tell you. Steph, you need consistency. You need to live up to, to these to these childhood traumatisations. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, eighteen. Never, never been trick or treating. I'm gonna go this year. I don't care. COVID nineteen, come get me. I'm going. I feel like you should. Since Steph's changed the tune, I think you should just go all out. Go. go in your little outfit, trick or treat. I'm I mean, you'll, for work you'll anyway. look about six anyway. Bitch, that was righty that. <laughs> I just got to get off my chest. I remember when you were in high school and you mentioned it and you went, you know, I don't go trick or treating because it's classes begging. Yeah. What? That's the whole point. What? It's the one night where you can go and beg, Steph. Get a grip. Yeah. yeah Grow it's... up. Yeah. At your age, stop being so mature. <laughs> begging. Everyone's expecting it. Jesus Christ. If everyone's out begging, it's not begging, is it? Everyone's expecting it. If you're expecting children to come to your house and ask for sweets, it's not begging. I'm angry. Oh, I'm, that I, is... it, gets, it, it gets me. I've never experienced it. I don't even know what it's like to knock on a stranger's door and go trick or treat. You know what? This is really sad. I feel like we should get violin music playing right now. Because I don't even know. I Up until a few years back, I didn't understand that when you say trick or treat, it meant like that they could actually give you like a trick. Yeah. I thought trick or treat meant if you didn't give me a treat, I'm tricking your house. <laughs> no. You <laughs> see, I don't understand. It's because you my asking. house got egged one year. <laughs> you know why? Because so bloody horrible. Steph isn't allowing anybody to trick yeah, or treat. Yeah, but she's so bad for it, right? She turns off all the lights, shuts all the curtains, makes out as if we're not home. And all you hear is like little kids knocking on, getting dead excited and nobody comes. It's heartbreaking. And you wonder why you got egged. We, uh, we deserved it. I know. I, I would have joined in. My dad's absolutely devastated this year because last year for Halloween we I'd say last year's Halloween was very nice it was very good we all dressed up as the cast proper of proper nice proper bargain as well hashtag panda girl carry on moving on <laughs> <laughs> Um, so last year, me and my family dressed up as the cast of Stranger Things, and Ooh. me and my sister were dressed up as. I've never oh, watched that either, by the way. Well, you need to watch it, but no, nah, it's too much for me. I don't like Millie Bobby Brown. I want to punch her face in. Oh well, maybe she wants to punch your face in. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so we dressed up as the cast of the Stranger of, of the what? We dressed up as the cast of Stranger Things, and uh, we also had like Scoops Ahoy outfits because in I think it was season three they dressed up in like Scoops Ahoy because that was their job. But instead of serving ice cream, we served hot dogs because you know parents they take the kids out for the trick-or-treating and things like that so we thought you know we might as well give out hot dogs to the parents as well as sweets to the kids fuck and this i'm coming around to yours for halloween because have you seen what you, you put on like this massive show shit i'm telling you hot dogs that is love where my mum we're not in <laughs> oh, yeah hate, because um it. 
my dad also I'm jealous. My dad also created like a scoops ahoy. Well, he didn't create a scoops ahoy stand. He turned the front of the house into scoops ahoy. Um, That's so so cute. the entire house was decorated like that, and it was just a theme oh. theme that we had. My dad was the demigorgon. My little sister was eleven and things like that. So it was it was really good. But this year we can't really do that because of COVID. It, it'll be a bit dodgy. You know what? You should have. We should have a Halloween like how you have it. I'll get mum to do it, and then you should have a Halloween like how we have it, which is pretending you don't exist. To be fair, <laughs> I think that is what's happening this year because. Oh. It's supposed to be banned, isn't it? Yeah, because of like COVID and stuff. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how Halloween pans out this year. But what I do know is that there's not gonna be any hot dogs this year. Oh, devastated. I wanted a hot dog. <laughs> oh, come trick or treat at Leon's <laughs> trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> it's my first time. <laughs> I hate that for me. Oh, it's, it's a bit of a walk though. You might get mugged on the way. <laughs> get Steph to drive. <laughs> I'll make you sit in the car and watch me beg. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Tormentor. Like, this is how it's supposed to be done. This is what you're supposed to do, Steph. Oh, imagine now I've got a dress. What am I even going to dress up for at work? Oh, I don't even know if we've got... If we have... Oh. I don't know. The stress, the sweat, the stress. You could the go... anxiety. You could go quite basic. Like yeah, a witch. I'll go. Yeah, a witch, a nun. A nun. You know. In a nursery. <laughs> <laughs> a nun. Brilliant. Go as a nun. Go as a nun because you're a slag for Jesus. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) If I had a Halloween party, I feel like that would be very on brand for me, to be honest. Yeah. However. Going with the Bible and everything. I don't think the kids there even know what Jesus is. Men are shouting about cheeky bastard. In school, I didn't go to a Catholic school or anything, but we had this guy who came in and he was like, he had a guitar and he was quite, he was quite, he was a bit jazzy if you ask me. Um, Jazz hands. And um, he would play, he'd he'd read like a bit from the Bible and then like, and it's so weird that that just happens. Like, I just need to talk about that for a second yeah. i didn't go to a catholic school or like a religious school but he came in singing the bible i'm not trying to be funny if that was any other religious like religion war would break out like <laughs> yeah. why and it was i didn't go to a catholic school it's so odd we didn't even say prayers at school in my school so like why did this guy just come in once a month it was so weird anyway <laughs> tell us a bit about the bible and then we just sing songs like j-s-u-s is he's the king of me <laughs> Yeah, now thinking about it... How weird like, is that? What, what if you were a different religion? Exactly! Because I... And my... I don't want anyone coming at me with this whole thing of, like, we're, like, a Catholic, like, Christian country. No, we're not. We, we decided to go and own countries that made us multicultural. I will fight anyone on that. Learn history. <laughs> so I'm not having that. So it doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, because it seemed a bit weird how... They, because, for example, I could have been a Buddhist. I, I wasn't. But I could have been a Buddhist, yet they were there getting me to sing Christian songs. Exactly. If you went to a Catholic school, then that's your fault. Do you know what I mean? You could argue that, yeah. you know, this school is Catholic. But I didn't go to one. It wasn't religious. I didn't go to one either. Well, I don't so think weird. it was anyway. But You'd yeah. know if it was. Did you say prayers at the end of the day and stuff? No. Yes, you know. As a podcast, we say, you do you. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want yeah, to believe exactly. in. Honestly, I think people who believe in God, and this is me being dead serious, 10 out of 10 to you because being able to believe something like, like there is genuinely like no fact, like you can't, like God's not just walking about going, I'm God. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no hard evidence to actually believe something like that. I think 10 out of 10. Yeah. Because right. I, I can't. I actually think it's quite, you know. And the people who like follow like, the rules of the religion down to a T, again, 10 out of 10 in this 21st century. Well, Mad. the people who do it down to a T to the extreme, there's a bit of an issue there. Right, Leon, terrorism's completely different. That's mis- that's misreading it. That's misreading <laughs> it. <laughs> we're changing topic. We're going. We're, we're, we are slowly going. descending into deep territory. And deep. we've not got a deep in it section today, so we're, we're not going to get... <laughs> Let's move. <laughs> we're not going to get into it. But quite recently, I'd like to share that we have had some exciting developments in the family. Oh, oh I was going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. 
I fucking do. I'm excited for you. I'm fucking so excited. So, okay. Right. Drum roll, please. That's not drum. That's not drum. That's that sounded more like the uh, the traitor thingy in Among Us. Oh shit! Yeah, it did. A drum roll, and then you my just bird, do a completely. And I think this is why I do the podcast sound effects or the music. <laughs> Because you'd be like, oh, let's do an intro music. And then it'll be like... It's a bird. <laughs> but anyway, so, okay. The development. I'm going to do the drum roll now. There you go. We are getting a dog. <gasps> oh, okay. No one cares. But <laughs> I, I do. But my only beef is, Leon, you don't, you're scared of my dog. And it doesn't even growl. And you're yeah, like, right, but growls Tegan, at me. Tegan... If anybody Can't had a breathe. glance at your dog, do they understand why? I go it's a in. It's British bulldog. They're like, they're like well loved. Yeah, Apart from but, I don't like it, but we move. Like if, for me, it's just too big. It's too big. Um, that's what she said. But <laughs> um, you disgust, you disgust me. So it all started last night. I think I was watching some like dog compilations or whatever. Now, if you didn't know, <laughs> the reason, the reason why we haven't got a dog in our family up until now is because it's been permanently banned my dad as the owner of the house he's banned it we ended up getting a rabbit at some point but it was fat and near death and it died like a year later which was (laughs) also can i just say right you getting a dog now is just making me you should give me like ptsd back to the time when you like was having a go at chenya because you've been outside stroking the dog and you're like i can smell like i can smell the dog and you're gonna have to have a bath later like your little sister and i was like that's horrible because i think about it stunk it absolutely stunk bath your dogs kids bath your dogs <laughs> baby dogs make sure they're ni- they're nice smelling but yeah anyway so uh, that's the, the reason why we dogs. haven't had a uh, why we haven't had a dog we ended up having a rabbit and then that happened we had goldfish as well but we had to sell them because i had a savage goldfish you know like it ate every other goldfish in the tank and then we put it in with the big fish <laughs> and then it got scrammed i think deserved it. oh he deserved it it deserved it i mean it's the cycle of life but i was watching some dog compilations whatever, and i was like oh that's really nice and i went i want a pet but obviously i thought dogs abandoned the house so what else could i get and i was i'm telling you now i went through every single small pet that you can own hamsters gerbils chinchillas although debatably oh. they're quite chunky um oh chinchillas are the cutest little things i want one i want on me they're meant to be the softest things in the England. the thing that deterred me away from world. chinchillas is they're not cuddly creatures as in they don't like to be cuddled they like yeah, to be petted no. but they don't like to be cuddled and i was cuddled, like i yeah. want something to cuddle which is why i also didn't opt out for a lizard <laughs> I je- i'm not lying i spent 10 minutes looking at a lizard <laughs> Because there's something called, well, it's not a lizard, it's a gecko. So there's something called a leopard gecko and it's a very quiet creature. But do you not need like heated tanks for them and stuff? No, because, well, I mean, it might need heated tanks, but it doesn't need UV light. And also it can't climb as well, which means it can't escape. But the tank that you'd have to get would be like a horizontal one instead of like a vertical one because they can't climb. And Uh. it'll be a bit mean putting them in like a vertical tank (laughs) just to like explore. (laughs) (laughs) That's just tormenting it, that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, see how high you can go. I can't climb. Tough. So yeah. You just feed it like once a day or whatever. Well, maybe not even. Oh, I'm going to get absolutely slated by Peter or something. Um, <laughs> RSPCA. Um, RSPCA knocking on my door. But yeah, so they're very low maintenance geckos, essentially. And, you know, they're, they're just, they just, just chill. And I thought I could do that. But then I thought, but I want to cuddle it. I don't know about you, but cuddling a gecko isn't. 
isn't something that anybody wants to do. That's why I love my guinea pigs. They just get forced, even if they don't like it. You're having a cuddle because I'm sad. So I ended up coming to like gerbils and hamsters. Even though I know that, you know, hamsters don't like to be cuddled either. It's still like... Very clever though. Yeah, when you develop a bond with them, they like your company, I'd say. Yeah. So that's why I was looking into like hamsters and stuff. So anyway, it was decided. So I went to sleep. I woke up in the morning and I thought, right, I want this to happen now. I want... Can I just say... I find what you're about to say the cutest thing ever that your family do this because mine could never. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> your family meeting. Oh, the fat right. Okay, yeah. So I, I mean, it this. wasn't by family meeting. I mean, we usually get together to eat. So we eat all at the same dinner table. And for us, that's the family meeting. Oh, my family don't. So <laughs> we just eat wherever so, we fall. Yeah. So anything that we need to say, we'll say it like at the dinner table. For example, my dad leaving bubbles in the bath or whatever. But anyway, uh, I went down and you know I was like, uh, I was saying to my family, "There's a hole in my heart." There's some- <laughs> wow, you really milked it. That's right. Proper milked it, but um, I was like, there's something that I've been missing recently and I've only just thought about what it is. And immediately my sister went, what a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 to your si- Preach. <laughs> Love that. And I went, no, no, not that. But yes, but not that. <laughs> yes, but not that. No, not <laughs> yes, that one. That- not that one. Again, Hannah, hi. Um, <laughs> I, please, me- please message me. Um, but... <laughs> So yeah, I had, just, I had a hole in my heart. I was like, you know, I really want a pet. And immediately, as expected, my dad went, a pet? No. I was like, no, you uh, you shouldn't have a pet or whatever. Things like that. And he went off on his little rant or whatever. I mean, you know, I, just, I mean, I know dogs and cats are banned in the family. But then I, like, I did like a subtle dig. And I was like, I know cats and dogs are banned in the family, even though... You know, every single dog species is different. They all act in a different way. You know, not all of them are loud. Not all of them are, like, energetic. But, you know, we'll gloss through that. I'm not talking about a dog or a cat. I'm talking about a hamster. I want a hamster. (laughs) And my sister swore for it. My dad was, like, all against it. He was like, no. No, no hamsters or whatever because no he was hamsters. he was referring to when i was a child and i wanted like a rabbit and things like that <laughs> and and i wanted fish and obviously the rabbit and fish thing didn't end well <laughs> a funny thing as well is he mentioned so he got me a vector for christmas oh yeah did you know what a vector uh, is a vector's quite yeah, yeah i've seen it for anybody who doesn't know what a I vector is it. it's <laughs> what my vector yeah <gasps> when oh yes yeah <laughs> egan's fisted the vector um but anyway <laughs> No, that's... Stop. Oh, dear. I'm sorry. That is disgusting. My family listened to this podcast. I'm very sorry. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I'm disgusted. Disgusting boy. My dad got the vector for Christmas and, you know, I've neglected the vector because it doesn't really do much, to be honest. It doesn't do that many exciting things. I think it's one of those things where it's a really good gimmick, but after a while, it can get a bit boring. So I've now stored the vector away. And my dad was like, Leon, I got you a vector for Christmas and you couldn't even look after that? (laughs) I was like, you can't compare a robot thing to a hamster. This one is for your dad. Um, I think you should buy Leon a Tamagotchi and if he can keep it alive a week, man deserves a dog if he cannot then he doesn't deserve a dog because if he can't look after a tamagotchi i've heard taking care of tamagotchis is just like stress yeah it's horrible it just think That's all, of the, all of the tamagotchi pets that are still waiting to be fed no well because originally i don't ever now but originally when they died that was your whole tamagotchi gone you can't restart you've got to keep that one alive and people wonder why some kids are messed up <laughs> Well, we're going to be getting into the serial killer stuff in a minute and i swear if none of them had a tamagotchi <laughs> 
I'd be surprised. <laughs> but um, yeah, go on. But yeah, anyway, we were having like a jokey conversation about it. Hamsters don't do anything. They just disappear and, you know, they, they'll much, stink out the house fair. and whatever. And I was like, look, I am willing to, like, put my heart and soul into raising a life that's not a child. Do you know what but I need I... to say, though? Right. Is they don't smell. My guinea pigs don't smell. Like, what it is, is everyone uses sawdust bedding, right? And when they piss on sawdust bedding, that stinks. The only thing, my, my guinea pigs need hay. They just smell of hay, which if you get used to that smell, they don't smell. Yeah, you hear that, Dad? Just want to say that. that. You hear the sawdust, and, and you shouldn't use sawdust because it's bad for them. Yeah, it's bad. and it causes breathing problems because it's dusty and it. And also, them. I've kind of thrown you into it a bit as well because my dad was like, "What happens when you go off on holiday?" I was like, oh, "Well, Tegan takes care of guinea pigs. I'm sure she'd be happy to take care of a hamster." <laughs> yeah, I would actually. I didn't even. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, "Yeah, that could happen." But yeah, it, it was very, it was very against hamster idea. But I was like, "I could take care of it in my room. I'll be paying for it and things like that." I'm getting flashbacks to me getting my guinea pigs. <laughs> Why did you have to co- properly convince your mum as well? I'll tell the story after you. Right, okay, tell the story after me. But um, we were talking about that, and yeah, it was very. He was very against the hamster idea, but I don't know. I don't know where the transition was, but it turned into. But there was one. <laughs> There was one, and it turned into talking about dogs. So I, I think it, it. Well, it got to a point where it was like, okay, if you wanted a hamster, you can just get a hamster. It got to that point, but then it transitioned into getting a dog. Aww. Right now, at first, one of my sisters was very up for it, and my other sister wasn't. She was like, I don't think we could cater for a dog at the minute, and my dad was like, Yes, we can't, we can't do it. But we got into the conversation, and it turned. We we realised that. <laughs> My dad had actually thought about it quite a bit because he he was like, oh, this dog looks nice, don't you think? I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> See, he wants one on the sly. Exactly. Do this all deep the time. down. Deep down he wanted one. Deep down. Now um, I'm an adult. I see you're all just big kids. So deep yeah. down you want one. you just got to be a bit more responsible because you've had kids. And I was making it very clear that, you know, dogs, they all have different personalities. They're all very yeah, different. But we could perfectly find a dog that could cater to our lifestyle, you know, because yeah. we're not really an active family. We don't go out to like parks and stuff a lot. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> yeah. But there are dogs out there who are, you know, low maintenance. Men. And when I'm talking about low maintenance, I don't mean, you know, completely reject them. I mean, low maintenance as in they don't need a lot of mental stimulation. They don't yeah. need active lifestyles 24-7. Obviously, you need to walk them, but they don't need to be chasing a frisbee see, every single yeah, day. Yeah, see, like, that. well, my dog, and I don't like it, but only should be walked for 30 minutes a day because they can't, like, and they're not meant to, like, be doing runs or anything like that because they can't, the, the yeah. body can't handle that. Oh, bless the bulldog. But they're very, very poorly animals unless you, like, find like a really good bred one. Yeah. If Spud was ill, it would probably cost us a lot of money to get him fixed. Bless Spud. Is that why he still has breathing problems? Yeah, also, actually, I'm sorry, Steph, I did, I did say he was the wrong kind of br- like nose thing. I'm sorry, I don't know what it is. Bracky <laughs> something, I don't remember, I don't know. I'm oh, sorry for last week. I, I can, Yeah, I can imagine the lecture that went on afterwards about that. We would also want a dog which doesn't shed a lot of fur as well. But again, there are dogs out there which don't shed a lot and things like that. So I was making it very clear to my family members that we could find a dog which is very suitable to our lifestyle and to our needs. Because we, yeah. we'd also want one which was like a lap dog as well, as in they just love human attention and things like that. And that's why I do, my dog, I think my dog, I agree with you, my dog's too big. I like little dogs. Like if you, you know, this sounds yeah. horrible. I don't mean it in a horrible way, but... But if they're annoying you, you can actually move them. If my dog's being annoying, you can't move it off you because it weighs a ton. <laughs> uh, and my dog's a brat, to be fair. Hashtag Steph stops spoiling the dog. The absolute brat. diva. Absolute diva. I mean, I've seen the looks that that dog gives me. Looking down on me as I walk through the door. I see it. I see it, Spud. 
I see it. And from that point onwards... Your dad was on board? Well, he wasn't really because he told us to... <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> he told us to get a pen and paper, right? And uh-huh. I got it. And then he listed out some rules. He put some rules down, so it was like... I'm excited for these rules. I can't remember the rules properly, but Aww. one of them was... it. Well, yeah. it said no living room, but then the second uh, the second point was any damage caused to the living room has to be paid within the next 24 hours. <laughs> <gasps> so it's like, okay, so, right, do you know what, so it's though? yes to the living room then. They all say this kind of stuff, and then as soon as it arrives, they just fall in love with it and become the softest thing ever with that them. That is what I said. I said if we... Do you know we, what I mean? Yeah, I said if we get one... I bet you, guarantee it. I I don't know if he can hear me at the minute. I hope he can. But if we get one, he's the one that will probably be in love with the dog the most. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. He said you have to walk it every day without any complaints, which is standard. And it was like no poo or wee on the carpet, which, you know, might be a bit difficult to follow at first. But with proper training and stuff, it was like that. So he created like the, 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 the list was this went on and on. Um, and then he went, okay, right, sign it at the bottom. So we all had to sign it at the bottom and agreed to it. And that was basically the green light to go, I okay. I love that, though. You know, we'll, I love that, we'll you search know. For a dog. So now at the minute we're looking for, or we're looking at a Shih Tzu. We're I looking... We were going to get one of them before Spud. Oh, honestly. Like the I sh- think. I love it. I, I just, it's just, oh, I can't, oh. We, we, we have to do more research into it, though, so we can't. We can't say for certain yet, but we're looking at a Shih Tzu, a Havanese, I think it's called, or um, a King Charles Spaniel. Mm. Because those are all like small dogs and we feel like those types of dogs would fit our family needs. So we if just I need to do got a, a dog. Yeah, we just need to do a bit more research. But yeah. Firstly, if I got a dog, I'd want a Pomeranian, but they're meant to be quite vicious if you don't like look after them well. So Yeah, and they're not. also quite barky as well, which again, we yeah. didn't want. I mean, in an ideal world, I love a Pomeranian or even a Papillon. Or Papillon, whatever it's called. I don't know what they are. <laughs> it's a bougie dog, but yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> oh. Right, so my guinea pigs now. The history of Tegan revolves around of, I want this, I want that, such as, I want a hamster, I want rabbits, and then I never look after them. So, throwback to, like, when I was in primary school, I had two guinea pigs. One was called Star, and I think the other one might have been called Cookie or something like that. I don't really remember. Now, for the first, like, three months, I probably did look after them i used to get them out my cage on my own i used to do every like, i i did look after him didn't clean them out though my mum did do that i had hamsters that like used to bite that we got they we ended up trying to get rid of them the hamsters that killed themselves let's talk about that that was very traumatic <laughs> um, i remember those stuff. stories we'll not yeah. get too deep into it no and we used to have rabbits like family rabbits the mum also liked the rabbits so they didn't really count but at 16 i was like i want i want my guinea pigs back like i want my own pet and one was like, Tegan, no. She went, you won't look after it. You'll get bored of it in five minutes. You're not doing it. <laughs> okay. She was like, no. Which, if you go back on the history of me, it's proven that I do get bored of things very easily. It's the ADHD, I swear. <laughs> yeah, that was, I was devastated. My <laughs> life was broken. I was like, I just want a pet. So, and then I kept my her a little bit. And I was like, I'll pay for it myself. Like, I'll save up and I'll get my own money and I'll buy it all myself, like everything for it. And she was like, right, if you, can, if you save up and you're, you're genuinely going to buy everything for it, by yourself and you can get your own guinea pig now i was very lucky that um i I got money like monthly so i would be able to afford one yeah i'd worked it all out i'd started doing all my research on them this is where i found out sawdust was like bad for them and so i found out so many things i mean and then big ups for being well prepared 
Yeah, someone in my family, all by myself because nobody else wanted this pet, just me. Someone in my family gave me money for the cage, which was like two weeks later. And then my mum was like, and my mum was kind of like coming around to the idea. We went into pets at home to like go like buy the cage and stuff because we we're going to buy that and then like look for the pet after. Yeah. But then if you don't know pets at home with animals, yeah, the one near us and then other ones do it as well. They do them like um, a, you rescue them instead. So you don't buy like a brand new like baby guinea pig. Okay. And we rescued Bill, which is the white one that you've held. Have you held it? Yeah, you have. You fed him a carrot. Did it pee on me? No, you thought it did, but it definitely Oh, right. Okay, because it got very warm at one point, but it was just yeah, his body he got, heat. He's getting com- yeah, he's getting comfy. Yeah. Um, And we got him, and he's just my best mate, isn't he? He's just my little bro, Bill. Is the moodiest guinea pig ever, but like me and this guinea pig, right? I have bought everything for him. Yeah. But my mum was so against it, right? Yeah. Can we just say she was like, they don't do anything, like they're just boring. And now she licks that guinea pig's bum. <laughs> I swear, she loves the guinea pig more than me. <laughs> Bill is her, but she goes, she goes to the shop and like, I'll be like, can you pick? Because obviously, like, I'm busy through the day. I'm like, I'll yeah. give her the money for it, but I'm like, can you go and like pick me up some hay while you're out shopping? And she's like, yeah, of course. I come back to about six toys, six <laughs> treats. I'm like, mum. I asked for hay. Like, that's all I wanted. Yeah, I hope that's coming out of Seth's bill. Oh, that bit does, yeah. She's not She's not too snaky on me. <laughs> and then after... So I got Bill in the August, I think. And then it got to Christmas. And basically, if you don't know, guinea pigs are meant to be kept together like the herd animals. But when we got Bill, because he's rescue, we were told he can't be with another guinea pig. To cut a very long story short, I ended up getting another one and just deciding I'll keep them in separate cages, worst case scenario. Um, got a female, had Bill operated on so they can't have babies. Because this is Jesus's own um and basically now his best mates they live together the best mates and i just love having a pet and like i buy everything for him i don't ask for anything and i just love him yeah i just need a moment to just i don't talk i've not spoken about him on the podcast i don't think no you have i don't even think anybody knows that you no, have them they're the cutest little things ever love him bessie's nails could be sorted out but she can't help that biology and that she's a bit of a scratchy bitch but you know but in my guinea pig cage the misogyny that goes on is unbelievable and do you know all these people like oh women are just weaker i disagree <laughs> it was saying like trying to use animals to prove this. Bessie is one bad bitch. I'm sorry. She he Bill comes and like grooms her, cleans her, just pampers her. She scrams all the food in that cage. Poor Bill's probably starving his bollocks off because she just she'll kick him in the face to move him out of the way. She doesn't care. <laughs> she owes no one nothing. The the reverse misogyny. I love to see it. I did not know I raised a feminist guinea pig, but I did. <laughs> yeah, I feel like these these guinea pigs, they perfectly suit you. They're very unique guinea pigs, though. Like, I want to make it clear, like, I do try to get them to do stuff, like, you know, walk around and stuff. And I give, I, like, they literally walk across my, my like, bedroom floor. I just put them out and just leave them for a bit. I'll sit on the floor with them, but they can walk around. They choose not to. They choose oh. not to move. <laughs> they just don't like it. Bill likes watching TV. He likes being on my mum's bed watching TV. Right. I love that. I love it for him. I do. It's to the point now where I have to like space food out for him so that they actually move to go and like get it. I love it for him. I do. So you've got a moody guinea pig and you've also got a feminist guinea pig. I feel like that's Genuinely. a perfect combination for you. I know it is, isn't it? I did not know moody I raised them this way. Anyway, I feel... Oh, oh, before we move on to serial killers, I feel yep. like I need to share. I finished my cardigan. <gasps> she did it. And I like it. I like it, boys. I like it. It's Round okay. of applause. That sounded Thank a bit you. different. That's too. all I wanted to share. Yeah. I'm not pointing any sound effects, so just... There you go. Thanks. Welcome. I appreciate that. So now I think it's time to move on to our first Halloween topic because, you know, we're not just going to be speaking about random things. It is a Halloween <laughs> special. We're going to be moving on to the topics of serial killers. Ooh. So in this 
segment we're gonna be talking about serial killers i've got two to talk about if you don't know i love watching about like serial killers it kind of it intrigues me like more than people who just like murder once it intrigues me because like why do you want to kill so many people i don't get it when she mentions the fact that she's intrigued by it she's not lying because i get about 50 voice messages a day about yeah. a certain serial killer yeah i watched like all like, ted bunny tapes watched it mate technically though i watch i guess about murderers as well but what actually i don't actually know what classes as a like serial killer i guess when it's like they kill so many that are unlinked because yeah. there's a difference between mass murderer and serial killer do you know what i mean but anyway that, that's all i'm quite excited the first serial killer we're going to talk about is harold frederick shipman which just before we get into about him first what i want to say is if you are a fan of gavin and stacy the two family surnames are based off serial killers so you've got stacy west which is fred and rose west and then you've got the shipmans which is this guy we're going to talk about that's actually really interesting stuff because i didn't know that when you look into gavin and and it's Stacey, a bit like, dark when you think about it as well yeah when you look into gavin and Stacey, there's loads of stuff they make references not just to serial killers but like, there's loads of stuff like when, I uh, don't want to spoil it, but when Nessa's getting married, that's just a mock of, if you did not know, Kylie Minogue was actually an actress I did not know until a few years back. And she was on Neighbours and it was just like a mock of their wedding, like Kylie Minogue's character's wedding on the show, if you did not know. <laughs> just to share that. But anyway. No, no idea. Back to Laura serial I wasn't killers. a big fan of things like that. Gavin and Stacey's fucking beautiful. Don't, don't insult. Don't start. No, I meant Neighbours. Oh, Neighbours I, but... <laughs> <laughs> Leon, what I was talking... Kylie Minogue's wedding on Neighbours, she was playing a character. Our parents... Well, my parents got sent home from school because it was on TV. They got sent home early because of that. But that's how big it was. You're joking. No. Anyway, anyway, serial killers, Leon, serial killers. Oh, yeah, sorry. Spooky. Woo! Right. So he was born 14th of January, 1946. And he died 13th of January, 2004. He was a general... So he was a GP, like he was a a doctor at a GP. And he is the most prolific serial killer in modern history. Mm. Um, I think he killed... There was 250 victims. 250? But we'll get into that in a minute. And he was sentenced to life in prison. And he uh, with recommendation, he was never, ever going to be released. Which, I mean, 250 victims, I presume not. Thank you. I always find it a bit bizarre because these people they kill so many other people and it's like I don't even well I'm I probably gonna... won't even meet that many people in my life so I, I agree never... yeah but he's a GP don't forget oh right okay yeah that makes so sense so this is what I'm about to say he died by committing suicide in his cell before his 58th birthday at Wakefield Prison which what well, a he fucking wasn't awake pussy. then was he <laughs> what a fucking pussy um <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'm getting haunted so he's a GP he's for you. and out of the two serial killers I think he's even though he killed more people and out of all the serial killers I've watched, he's a bit more of a pussy serial killer. And I say this genuinely just because he didn't like stab them, he didn't shoot them, he didn't strangle them. He did it on giving them medication they didn't need. So that's how he killed so oh. many people. You think about how many people are GPCs. Yeah. You're going to see so many. So let's get into it. His detection, yes. so he was detected by a woman called Deborah Massey from a funeral parlour. A very Manchester-y name. I think they are from... I think he is from around Manchester. But anyway, he was signing off a lot of death certificates. Yeah. And these funeral parlour were like, what the fuck? Why is he signing so many death certificates? This is not, like, right. He's got so many and they're all, they're all like, very similar deaths. And that's how he kind of got spotted out. And this is when we get into, like, them being like, what the fuck? And then there was a woman who came forward and she was like, he killed my mum by giving her too many medication. And everyone was like, what the fuck? 
which was diamorphine and she was the only person out of his victims or oh, i think he was she was the only woman who wasn't like burn so they could actually go back and like look at what was in her system when she died and that's when we found out she had way more diamorphine which would have killed her off I mean, it took them a while 250 bodies well, later he and worked, he just decided I think, to if i remember correctly he did so many at a certain practice then moved and did another many at another practice uh, but about 80 percent of his victims were elderly women the youngest confirmed victim that we have was a 40 year old, uh, 41 year old man but there was there was suspicion that he's killed patients as young as four years old oh, wow. then we had the shipment inquiry which was like two years long investigation and we had to look like all the death certificates he signed off and basically he just was a fucking weirdo the woman that he did try to kill the woman that he did try to kill he did try and like write a fake will i think to try and like get her money as if like she just write a gp into his will like that doctor was so good to me here's 50 grand you know like where this guy (laughs) worked i don't know but you know what i always find really scary about serial because they always look so just so they either look really freaky or normal, and this guy kind of looks a bit like a normal to me. The inquiry yeah. took approximately 2,500 f- 2, witness statements. 1,500? 270,000 pages of evidence. Six reports wow. that ran 5,000 pages. Guess how much the fucking investigation cost? £21 million. Pound. £21 million? But that's... This man, I just can't. I mean, no wonder he got locked up. That's the economy in the drain. Oh, also, when this woman brought forward about her mum, there was insufficient evidence at the time time to like prove him so when we go back to the case the shipman inquiry police were blamed for the amount that actually ended up happening in the end because they could have prevented it sooner did he use the same like method all the time like was it the same prescription drugs or well, was it different they were all very old ladies so obviously they, a lot of them if they were like old women not not just women if they were older they'd obviously be going for pains and aches so they would probably be given things like that but mm. so this woman was called something i can't remember what her first name was kathleen grunde and in body it was dug back up from the coffin and they found traces of diamorphine which if you did not know that's like a form of heroin but a legal version often used for pain control and terminal cancer but i think she was in perfect health and that was kind oh. of the situation it's very like what the fuck like out of the two people I've chose, he's like he's very unique because he was a GP and he just was like, "Fuck it, what doc? Why would you go to medical school if you're gonna kill someone? At least make it worth your time." Imagine having putting all the time and effort into having a really good job, um, having quite a high social standing. He in is life. from Manchester because his own trial was at Preston Crown Court. Oh, see, it's the names. He was charged to, with murders of fifteen women by lethal injections of diamorphine. Oh, oh wow. shit! He didn't even prescribe it. He just fucking injected him. Oh my. <laughs> Well, that changes everything. It does, doesn't it? Imagine this, right? This guy can't get out of this, and he's got to still have a lawyer who's trying to defend him. I could not be asked as a lawyer. I'm sorry, I need to get off my chest. Couldn't be asked as a lawyer. Freaks me out. I always still, I find it amazing how the people who are so clearly guilty have lawyers in the first place. It's like, what are they there to do? Just be like, oh yeah. Uh, punish him but don't punish him too much it's like what no dude get given the full punishment please why are you defending this he's from i'm assuming west yorkshire because that's um i'm reading about the aftermath and it's west yorkshire west yorkshire detective selected to lead the investigation but basically that's so on a personal level right that's why i love reading about serial killers and like watching stuff because like the ted bundy tapes was amazing on netflix because it was all from his like point of view like he was actually speaking them and i wish i'd have done something like psychology or something like that just to figure out what makes people tap that way do you know what i mean these are old women they're gonna die anyway i'm no offense but they're gonna die eventually anyway why are you killing them off maybe it must have been some childhood psychological trauma that but isn't 
towards an old woman. There's a thing known as the Shipman effect and because of what happened with him. It actually led to medical changes in Britain. Oh, okay. So basically now, and I, you, you will know about, well, you won't. I watch Casualty, so I do know about this. They have to do this. Basically, in any medical establishment, you have to take inventory of the medication that's in and how much of it is there. And if there's a dramatic change, it has to be reported because that shouldn't be happening. So before what happened with Gavin... Look, with, I was going to say Gavin. Who's Gavin Shipman? Because <laughs> you were thinking of Gavin and Stacey. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, I am, yeah, 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 yeah. Because of, like, what, what happened with him before, when he was doing what he was doing, you didn't have to really... It wouldn't have been noticed because no one was checking it, which is so fucked. Like, I'm, what the fuck? Anyone yeah. could be popping all sorts. When you look back on it, you, you think, well, that should have been standard anyway. But without like, these Like, you know, things, keeping we, check of the invention. In a sense, if these things hadn't have happened, there'd be no need for it to be there anyway. Do you know what I mean? Because it would have been brought to the attention. Yeah, it's unfortunate that bad things have to happen in order for things to be changed because it's like with plane crashes as well. It's like something has to go wrong on a plane and crash and kill people for the plane to actually get an update of a change. Yeah, exactly. Mental. But his span of crimes as well, I didn't, I didn't talk about this bit, lasted from fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> a big 1975 number, to 1998. Yeah. Fuck it, fuck that me. Right, I'm sorry, there's no way he was killing that many people. Also, can we just discuss his other names for one second? Because I fucking love this. Right, his aliases. Dr. Death, the angel of death, <laughs> the good doctor. The good doctor! No, that's not right. Also, why the good doctor? What was good about it? But he, like 200... No wonder man was moving fast. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's years, that. It's mental that they could do that for that long as well. They really should have been, like, monitoring the amount. What the fuck? Honestly, back in the day, things fucking freaked me out how much just let they'd let slide. I'm sorry. Everything old-fashioned, really creepy. Like, if you go back to, like, old hospitals and stuff and, like, the equipment that they used to use, it's just... Leon, that was only in the 70s. Why did no one check? How... People are just like, I pretend I do not see it. I pretend I do not see it. Well, it's fucking happening. Yeah, did no one also bring it up earlier and be like, okay, something dodgy's going on here. It just, let, just let him do it. Honestly. Well, I think we should move on to our next serial clue. It's a bit more gruesome, a bit more grim. And there's actually oh, okay. been, there's been a recreation with David Tennant on ITV recently. So if you want to get more into it and get like way more I've into seen it. it. Den- I think yeah, I've it's seen called it. Dennis, something like that. I had only just recently found out about this it. guy just before this documentary came out and it's fucking weird so his name is dennis andrew nielsen i'm guessing that's how you pronounce it it's spelled nielsen or maybe nielsen but he's scottish and he was born the 23rd of november 1945 and he only died in 2008 on may 12th so he's quite an old man when he died hopefully he didn't fucking kill himself you know fucking pussy boy (laughs) um sorry sorry (laughs) harold shipman don't come haunt me (laughs) So, he's not just a serial killer. He's also a necrophile. Bit grim. You love to see it. <laughs> we don't. So, he murdered at least 12 people who were all young men and boys. And he did this between the years 1978 and 1983. All in London. Right. He was convicted at the Old Bailey of six counts of murder and two attempted murders. And he Isn't was... the Old Bailey a pub? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. But life imprisonment, that's what he's okay. sentenced to. Clearly, I mean, he murdered 12 people. Jesus Christ. On the 4th of November, 1983, with a recommendation that he serve a minimum of 25 years. And then this was later changed to a whole life tariff in his yeah, later I years. Think, I think that's more suitable, to and be honest. And he was sentenced to a, full, like, years. a mm. maximum, like full maximum security. Well, you would do, wouldn't you? So victims, though, it ranges to 12 to 15. So I think there's a few oh. that 
that we're not like young. sure for. So this guy was creepy as fuck. I'm sorry. I've just got to say it. They were committed at two different addresses in North London and his victims would be lured into the address. I take it for sex. But how would he do that with? No, like he was like offering sex to them, basically. And they were they just, want to sleep they with were him. willingly... I'm guessing so, yeah. To go- 12 to 15? No, that's how many victims he had, you dickhead. Not the age. <laughs> oh, but- <laughs> Some of them were teenagers, but oh, anyway. Okay, right. Now, I've been paying attention, don't worry. he'd by strangling them or drowning. Uh, sometimes he'd also drown them. Yum. <laughs> That's why I have to say that. <laughs> okay. So. Soup of the day. He would then observe what was going, like, he'd, 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 he'd like, watch them drown or watch them be strangled, obviously, as he was doing it. Or, oh, I, said, I can't okay. work out if someone else did this, but I don't think so because it's, no. And then once he'd do it, he'd bathe them. He'd then dress well, the victims. I don't understand because if you drown them, couldn't you kill two dogs with one, st- whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> kill two, <laughs> kill two st- birds with one stone. <laughs> kill two birds with, sorry. Um, yeah, but then. Wouldn't you like kill two birds with one stone and bathe them as you're drowning them? Now, this is where it gets a bit grim in my opinion. And this is why I think he's like a much worse serial killer than the other guy. Just because he'd then keep the bodies, like he'd dress them, keep them dead in his house clearly to do things with them but then he'd cut them up and then store them in his house like cut up body parts but then eventually he would dispose them by burning on a bonfire or flushing down right. the toilet but Hopefully. i'm pretty sure that when the police turned up he was like so casual about it like as if like it was normal i just don't understand how these people are just people and most of his victims were homeless or homosexual men others were heterosexual people he typically met in bars or on public transport or one of the occasions he met outside his house and i think one of them he killed outside his house which is fucking weird they were usually given inside his home the victims were usually given food and alcohol then strangled either to I death. Mean, at least he fed them true i guess he'd either strangle them until death or until they became unconscious if they were unconscious then he drowned them after that in a sink or a bucket of water before observing a ritual in which he bathed clothed and retained the bodies inside his residence for several weeks or occasionally months Ooh, that'd be rotten sorry that's so grim uh, yeah the the bo- oh. something that i need to say though right is the same with my, my thing with fred and rose west which th- that house got knocked down but horrible horrible things have happened in them houses imagine being the person to move in after it like i could i couldn't fred and rose west's house that got knocked down because of, a I don't think anyone would want to live there. Don't forget there was six bodies underneath the patio at that house. It's either knock down the house or plummet the prices to the ground because who would want to? I want to know how many, like... Imagine being the real estate agent for that. It's like, oh, what's the history of the house? Um, It's so grim i just don't understand like you know i understand that a lot of these people who have had these kind of things have had like bad like childhoods but so have a lot of people they don't kill people i don't get it just some people are born very differently and he was only charged with six counts of murder and two attempted murder the old bailey's not a pub it's a fucking like place i think yeah no, it, i was it, making it, a no, joke it, but oh. <laughs> oh i get very yeah, serious so about thank my you serial for the also um some recommendations there for people to watch if you are on serial killers thank you very much give us all those recommendations the confession tapes the confession killer who which is who i'm watching now henry lee lucas just to very briefly go over this guy because he's not as bad as he make make out basically the police were just well the rangers actually american killers are fucking so weird basically he just was admitted into all sorts and he didn't even do him he only killed <laughs> 11 people but man was admitting and he was like yeah i did that yeah i did that it didn't. But I just got to the point. Is I don't want to spoil normal? it. I just got to the point, though. Basically, all of this apparently was because he, he killed his girlfriend. Right. And he was, like, heartbroken. Like, he was admitting to all these murders because he would definitely then die. And then he found God while in 
prison. It's a very you have to watch it, but basically I just got the point. His girlfriend's not fucking dead. She's just come on <laughs> TV being like, Yeah, I'm not dead. It's a shock to me to be told I've been cut up and like threw about. <laughs> so <laughs> I am shocked. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Ted Bundy tapes will always beautiful. Because you get to hear it from his side. I like that. Highly recommend that one. Any others? No, just serious. I would shit. I would also recommend the TV show on Netflix at the minute. Watch it. I've started Honestly, it. It's really good. I don't think it focuses on like no, I'm totally, I'm completely lying. What am I talking about? It does focus on serial killers. So, <laughs> <laughs> have you like seen the it? first episode? <laughs> like the first episode just makes that very clear. But yeah, I'd recommend Vatchit as well as your spooky watch of this month. But yeah. there were some very interesting serial killers there. And, you know, it's, it's weird to think that these people are out there. But now I think it's time to move on to Weird Creepy Pastas. I'm excited. Ooh. <laughs> So for this segment, I have searched up some weird creepypastas, I'd say. So for anybody who doesn't know, creepypastas are notorious for being creepy online stories that are meant to send a chill through the reader's spine. And in some cases, make them like stay awake at night. But I can't read into books that in depth and <laughs> be scared from it. But yeah, so... Oh, it's just starting to go dark outside. So all oh, the mood's getting set. Oh, I'm getting ready. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, we're recording this podcast episode quite late. So it is getting a bit darker. Which is very fitting. But yeah, anyway, the first creepypasta that I will be reading is Peppa Pig, Daddy Pig's <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> Sorry, I just need to say, what the fuck? Is the music getting set? Peppa Pig. <laughs> Daddy Pig's whistle. Revenge. You put your lips together and blow. And like blow. This. I love the fact she just puts the fucking phone down. Nasty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, are we ready? Yeah. Are we ready, right? I liked Peppa Pig when I was a little boy. But what I watched scared the frick out of me. And I didn't censor that, by the way. That's what it says. One time, I was going downtown to find some Peppa Pig DVDs. But everywhere I would go, I could not find anything. I was about to give up and go back home. But I found one more shop. It was Walmart. I asked myself, why is Walmart in the United Kingdom? (laughs) So I just, that tickles me. Okay, wait. So I took a look. In there was a bunch of DVDs of shows like Pocoyo, Pingu, Bear, and The Big Blue House. I've just had like... Child I've just memories. had a throwback to oh, my childhood It's leading that. into a false sense of security, this. I can feel it. <laughs> Teletubbies and even Arthur. I've seen almost every episode of those shows, but never seen those episodes on those DVDs. I found a Peppa Pig DVD with two episodes called Daddy Pig Loses the Race and Daddy Pig's Revenge. <laughs> I was decided to buy the DVD because it was the only Peppa Pig DVD there. I put it in my DVD and played all episodes. The beginning of the first one was normal, except in the background it was night time and there was blood on the title, as usual. The episode started off with Peppa and her family watching TV. Daddy Pig said that he wanted to race in something. The next day, Daddy Pig was in the race with some people also racing, and then the race started. Daddy Pig was struggling to get first, but then he tripped over and came last place, and then he lost. Daddy Aww. Pig was so sad. <laughs> also, I'm stuttering a lot because it's written really badly, but we'll gloss through it. So Peppa and her family had to go home. Daddy Pig and Mummy Pig were in bed. Mummy Pig were asleep, but Daddy Pig was awake with hyper-realistic eyes, <laughs> and he looked very angry. He Stop said, it. I have to get revenge on everyone. They have to pay for it. Episode ended. 
The next episode didn't have an intro. It started with Daddy Pig going outside, killing everyone. <laughs> it's just, I could just go straight into it then. So, okay, right. It started with Daddy Pig going outside, killing everyone. Pepper woke up and saw him kill everyone. Then Pepper Pig screamed silently and fa- How do you scream silently? <laughs> Okay, Peppa Pig screamed silently and ran down the cellar. Then Daddy Pig went back home and went into Peppa and George's room. And then Daddy Pig holded the axe. It says holded. Holded the axe in the air. Then George woke up and gasped. And then the screen went black and Daddy Pig chopped him up. <laughs> what? George's crying sounded like his crying from the episode Lunch. As if you know yeah. what that is referring to. Yeah, and even Daddy Pig said, oh no, no, George. But it sounded like Grandpa Pig. Okay. <laughs> After that, the screen went back to normal and Daddy Pig killed Mummy Pig. Then he got a grenade. <laughs> he got a grenade and threw it at Susie's sheep house. Because <laughs> she can fucking whistle that. <laughs> After that, Peppa Pig got out of the cellar and called the cops about Daddy Pig. Mrs. Rabbit tried to get Daddy Pig, but she got chopped up to pieces too. <laughs> There's an exclamation mark. After that, everyone in Peppa Pig land, including Peppa, tried to stop him. But he had an RPG and shot it at everyone. <laughs> I think this person's got too much time on their hands. Then Daddy Pig said to the screen with hyper-realistic eyes again that were bleeding, You humans, I will kill all of you. You made me lose and you made me do this. Your next barnacle head. <laughs> Episode ended. <laughs> brilliant. That's brilliant. I was what so scared that I got nightmares about this episode. I tried telling some of my friends, but nobody believed me except my best friend. I showed him the DVD and he got scared also. But I am a beware. Oh, what? But I am beware Daddy Pig is somewhere and I will have to find out who made this. <laughs> Done. That, that was it. That was the... That was fucking brilliant. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. Sorry, that's, more, that's hilarious over spooky. I'm sorry. That's fucking brilliant. Got an out and RPG. It's classed as a creepypasta, but... That's fucking I comedy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking vibing. Oh. I mean, clearly, like, a little kid wrote that. God, thinking it was kid. the scariest thing in the world. Like, a little kid from the you sound mean, like of it. like, a three-year-old just pulls out an RPG. <laughs> Again, kids' imaginations, they're just... They they're just wild. We're going full circle. We really are. I'm ready for your next one. I have to do a disclaimer for this next one. It might sound like I'm having a stroke whilst I'm reading it, but this is how it's been written. Okay. And please do bear with me because it's an absolute shambles. And also, it says at the beginning, warning, this story will asplode your head into 10 million pieces. <laughs> Risk at your own read. Okay, so the story is called Spooky Story of the Spooky Man. Once upon a time, there was a game, Tat, it was called Toroftus 2. <laughs> I is always hear it about in a school, and I very liked shooting gamings. <laughs> so I was like, hey, what is happens if I try at this game? <laughs> Brilliant. And then I was a downloading a game launcher rah, 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 named Astoim. This is was a very exciting full moment in the in life. I was going to play a good gaming with a lot of very balance and very is a friendly community. <laughs> I feel like a robot. <laughs> For some is a reason. <laughs> what? For some is a reason it stopped the download at exactly 666%. <laughs> this is was a wired 
because is was a very spooky ass num- number. <laughs> but it is unfreeze later, seleven manutes. <laughs> oh, look. Um, then is click on store and downloaded Team Forretress 2301. While I was a downloading very game, my computer is start speech to me. He is a say. <laughs> you is a will die. <laughs> what is this? Jar Jar Binks. Um, it's so 25 like, hours per week. Put in like Google Translate. <laughs> yeah. I replied, Moo! The game finale is now a download and I launched the game. A spooky man with Valev is back forehead. He truns and the me and then I get sacred. <laughs> I know that is only Sakreen, but it's scurry as shite. <laughs> the game finish looting and Tepikels suddenly become a hyper-realistic blood. And s- what is up with kids and hyper-realistic? I know, I'm thinking I don't understand. that. But yeah, anyway. The game finished loading and Tepikels suddenly become a hyper-realistic blood and starts running out of my screen. I was very scared from that, but I wiped it and playing on. I choose a good server and choose the Black Explosions Master. Freens say he is Storeng and OP. I is a Wallach outside of base and look around. I see canoe man ruining around. Game is have no sound when suddenly a slim human shape is in far away. Two for it. <laughs> he or a she <laughs> turned avond and run away. And <laughs> I, just, I, I feel like, like I'm a stroke. Honestly, I'm vibing with it. Like, At his same. moment, I do not like to game because it is spooky. The situ... Whoa. The situ... Oh, it's it's the shit out of me, but it's been spelt as shit sisters. Brilliant. My mum walk in room and think I am masturbating. Because <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So, so I didn't even realise because it was spelt as like like baiting, as in you know a fish bait. Yeah. So I didn't even realise, but anyway, because she she is hearing me yell like a psychopath, and it says speak silence. I say okay. Then mum leaves the room. I exiting his game for a while because it is a bore. Five weeks later. I double click the game and play it again. This time, the, the is man no turn around. I'm happy. I go to Vlav server and chose the red faced man for spy. From here, I use the this guy's kit and turn into heavier man from Can Russian land. Can I just land. say, yes, surely it would be easier for him to just. That's so much effort. I'm sorry. Like, how can you write like that for that really long? I really don't know. I really I, I, don't I'm know. glad you're the one reading it because my dyslexia said no. <laughs> Your dyslexia no, would just no, make no, your no, eyes shut down. No. Jesse J. You'd be permanently blind. I pretend I do not see. I walk outside and press E, which makes the my charter say, Medic! <laughs> Apparent tell the enemy is here as well. <laughs> As spelt as ass, so it's ass well. Brilliant. But no enemy edicts try to touch me with their medic guns. After, I can hear a hyperrealism white noise and lots of cactacters cry. I was very in spooks and in chat I see someone say, Yui should not have got this game. <laughs> okay. I you thought is he is should a not have this game. <laughs> yeah, you is should not have this game. I thought he is a troll. Bet he was on the green team. <laughs> I, think I don't know how. He is having a green name. <laughs> I had an idea of going where that black figure tried to take me, still in too fat. <laughs> I don't 
what's going on? When I is a go, I see a lot is blood all over the ceiling, dripping fresh. I get afraid and go upstairs. I see Engie being a spooky dead man. <gasps> a oh shy is behind with knife butter behind him. Oh dear, stop. He is blue with scary massive eyes and big ghosty hat. He had a greening heart. I got so spooked out. I I'm not going to lie. I cannot say that because <laughs> it is just he had a it's seizure. just a bunch of you look quite literally I it himself. I break my computer by throwing b out of the wind <laughs> with no. I was very fair. <laughs> But it's nearly Brilliant. finished now, don't worry, guys. Um, <laughs> now it is happening. The seizure will years. be over. It will yep. end, and we now will it survive. <laughs> it's been a very difficult time. Now it is, have been seven years since I played Team Fartress, and I was kicked out of house for throwing my PT out of window. Now I live in cardboard box with nothing but STD. Scary <laughs> two dreams. <laughs> All right then. Whatever you're into. The very night. I usually hear spooky noise and see a man like in game. I need to go and die now, so thanks for reading and see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> the ending. Tag yourself in that story of me. I need to go and die now. See you soon. That's me. I feel that. Oh my word. Well, that was interesting. I think if there were any point where we would have lost listeners, I feel like that would have been the point. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so... That's great. Brilliant creepypastas. Obviously, there are really good creepypastas that you should check out, but there were just some funny ones that I found. But now, I think it's time to move on to Unsolved, Unsolved Mysteries. Mysteries. So in this segment, we're going to leave you with some unsolved mysteries that we found quite interesting. And to kick it all off, we've got Tegan with her unsolved mystery. Mine's an unsolved murder, lovely. Of course it is. Unsolved I've got to, keep on, got to keep on the theme. Do you know what I mean? So That rhymed. Poet. And I just don't know it. We're going to be talking about Melanie Hall. She was 25 when she disappeared on a night out in Bath. Oh, God, fucking Tories. Um, <laughs> in Don't June tell me she died by drowning in a bath. Stop it. This is someone who's died, Leon, and a murder has not been found. We've got to stop now. Oh, serious. right. Sorry, I'm with serious mode. Serious. Right. The 9th of um, she was disappeared on the 9th of June, 1996. Her remains were found, dumped on a motorway 13 years later. What the fuck? This took a turn. I haven't read it properly, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So It just shows how prepared we are. <laughs> No, wait. She disappeared on night in Bath. In the 9th of June, 1996, her remains were found dumped by a motorway. 13 years later, by a woman clearing undergrowth. Oh. So, th- would the remains still out and take to decompose? Bet if you were the fucking murderer, you'd well, think you, well, you have got away with it, but imagine they found out <laughs> yeah, it was from that. Yeah, because it's unsolved. Right. So, she vanished after spending an evening at some nightclub in the city. She was last seen at 1.10am sitting on a stool at the edge of the dance floor in the nightclub. In March 2014, police appeared for information about a white golf gti with links to the area in cardiff was this quite recent then well 1996 but then they've reopened it up in 2014 ah right okay a 45 year old man who has not been identified was arrested on suspicion of murder in june 2016 after voluntary attending a police station in wiltshire asking to speak to the inquiry team but police announced in september the same year that he had been released without charge so she just fucking disappeared okay. and then 13 years later her fucking remains without 13 years that's got to have decomposed. What the fuck? Yeah, it must have been just bones or something. That's grim. That's all I've got to say to that. <laughs> 13 years. 
What were they doing? They weren't looking that hard enough, were they? <laughs> no, clearly Please not. Please piss me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. If you kill someone, where would you... Under a moat? Oh, yeah, that's a great place to... What the... Anyway, to yours. <laughs> oh, was that it? Yeah, basically. It's not been found, has it? Oh. Any any clues as well, to no, who might no, have done no, it? Not really. Well, there was that guy who came forward, which makes no sense. He went to, to spoke to the inquiry team, basically probably to admit, and he's been released. So something oh. didn't add up there. Well, clearly it wasn't the man then. Well, His arrest <laughs> came after Melanie's parents offered... Oh, there you go. Her parents offered 50,000. That's why he went and confessed. Uh, I mean, what are you going to do with 50,000 in jail? It's a great point, actually. What the fuck? <laughs> like, why would you take it? Oh, yeah, you'll give me 50,000, but for what? Nicer Imagine prison that. food. Someone in your family dying and not knowing who did it. That's a bit off if you ask me but yeah i mean short and sweet yeah nice that's me that's me well <laughs> okay and that's the end of the podcast everyone <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> okay right so my one is quite an interesting one i think a few people might know about it because it was turned into a game quite recently or it was there was a game which followed the concept but it's about the ss urang medan have you heard of it no nope. it was turned into a game called man of medan it's a very good horror game and it just plays on some of the stuff that happened to the actual ss Urang Medan. So basically what it was in general terms is there was a signal or there was a Morse code that was sent out like an SOS. They went to find the ship. They found the ship and it was just drifting. The motors weren't working but all the crew were dead. Wow, and it, yum. <laughs> nice. And basically the things that happened on that ship it really challenges like the science behind it all because it's one of those ones where it's like there's scientific reasoning but also it could also be paranormal as well. Like, that's what they're saying. Oh, it's like, I yeah, love there's, paranormal shit. Yeah there's a bit of scientific reasoning behind it but the stuff that they see and the stuff that some government officials say it's like it could be something else you know so it's like that but basically it was in the 1940s and an emergency distress call was intercepted near Sumatra and Malaysia with two Morse codes right so it was like a Morse code but it was split into two so the first Morse code read all officers including the captain are dead lying in chart room and bridge possibly whole crew dead and then there was a bit of gibberish in between so there was a bit of like there, there was Morse code <laughs> there was Morse code coming through but they couldn't really decipher it but they could decipher the second bit to it and it just read I die so what they think is that the person who was trying to send the Morse code they were trying to send something but because they were dying they were just like okay I'll just put I die so the Morse code's quite long yeah so Fuck it must have took him a while to say I die but <laughs> But yeah, so after that, they sent a ship called the Silver Star to look for the crew. And they found the ship with no motor. They didn't see any visible crew, but there was no damage as well because the ship was in really good condition. Yeah, so the Silver Star tried to contact the ship. No one would answer. So they created a boarding party. They went onto the Orang Medan and they found that there were dead sailors littered across the deck of the ship, but their faces were like they were frozen in shock. So their faces were permanently this in a position. I don't like it. Uh, yeah. Their faces were permanently in the position where their mouths were wide open, their eyes were wide open. And because rigor mortis had set in, like, really quickly, it looked like their hands were protecting themselves against something as well. There's ghost shit. I'm sorry. That's go- that's on ghost shit. Um, and the bodies also decayed abnormally fast, which means that when rigor mortis kicked in, it didn't kick in, like, when it's supposed to. It kicks in very quickly. So it, it did just look like they were just fighting against something. And a dog as well one of the dogs on the ship was also found dead with a permanent snarl on its face. So the dog had also experienced the same type of thing. Now, when they were checking the crew Leave members' the fucking body... fucking dogs alone, ghosts. Bit. 
<laughs> yeah, go for the people, leave the dogs alone. But yeah, so no crew member had any visible injury. And the weird thing was that the boiler room was still operational because it had like a temperature of 130 degrees. But the crew members said that when they went into the boiler room, they felt a chill despite the boiler being on. Stop it, I don't... I feel uncomfortable. That's me, not sleeping. Because tonight. of how weird it was, they wanted to tow the ship back to shore. So when they were setting up the toes and that, <laughs> not by not feet, I mean like the, the towing stuff. Yeah, yeah, I get what when, you mean. When they were setting that up, an area of the ship had engulfed in flames. So then they had to cut off the tow and then quickly move away from the ship. And as soon as they did that, the ship exploded. And they said that it exploded so viciously that it actually jumped out of the water and then obviously landed back in the Stop water. Stop it, that so was that's... hot. No, there's no... No. <laughs> now, obviously that's like really weird. Everything about that situation is really weird. They don't weird. know how it happened. Fucking haunted bitch. <laughs> they, they don't know how it happened, but the scientific reasoning behind the explosion was some people think that the ship had potassium cyanide and something called nitroglycerin. Yeah, don't try it... They think, they think, they don't know, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Liars. Yeah, which is why it exploded Liars. so suddenly. But that wouldn't have explained the sailors' deaths. Because like I said, the sailors were in a state of shock. They decayed really rapidly and rigor mortis set in really early. I don't like that. And some it's believe as well... Some believe that the ship was secretly carrying a Japanese military unit called 731, which was known for their chemical and biological experiments during World War II on live American and Chinese POWs. Because the idea was that the Japanese, they conducted Unit 731, where they would do experiments on live people and they would see how they would respond to like bombs and stuff. As in like they put people in a circle, throw a bomb in there and then they explode just to see how they get injured so they can make better. <laughs> <laughs> so they can make what better like equipment and things like that so they mainly did like chemical and biological experiments and they think that one of those containers they could have been secretly because the reason why they think it's all secret is because the ship wasn't actually logged on the log or whatever it's called on the ship but log it was there. so it, it wasn't yeah so when they looked it up it wasn't really supposed to be there. It wasn't supposed to be on sea, but it was because it was it was oh, hidden. It was, well, it was that's purposely what you get. hidden. Fuck with people, yep. the ghosts come fuck you. <laughs> so what they think is that they were secretly carrying this unit 731 and one of the containers might have like burst open and the one of the biological weapons that they were researching could have been exposed onto the ship, which is why it caused I'm saying ghost death. shit. But obviously that's another reason. <laughs> However, there was a letter that was oh, recently unclassified and it was from the assistant to the director of the CIA, someone called C.H. Mark. And he sent a letter to someone who is only known as Redacted because they took away the name. He sent a letter to someone called Redacted and he mentioned that there's like fiery spheres rising from the sea that a lot of sailors are noticing. And he questioned in the letter whether something, and in quotation marks, whether something from the unknown would have been responsible for the OS, Madame. Oh, stop it, and that stop was, it. And stop that was it. a letter I'm... from the assistant to the director of the CIA. No, I'm not a fan. I don't like it. Spooky. Don't like it. Don't like it. Because it goes back to that thing of the ocean is a scary place oh but don't yeah. get me on that we haven't got, <laughs> got time for that today yeah that was the ss orang medan and that's an unsolved mystery because even though you could come up with all these scientific explanations it still goes back to ghost shit yeah it still goes back to there's no clear answer and it could also be paranormal if you believe in that stuff so well that's Spanky that's stuff. i'm sorry actually, in a moment like that's i it's got it's getting dark now you can't be doing this shit to me <laughs> Luckily, I'm in a bright lit room, so it's fine for me. But I mean, I was getting chills reading that. Uh, nope. 
No. But if you're interested I, in the game, Man of Medan, it plays on fans. that concept. If you see me play Dead, Dead by Daylight, I think you really should buy a new game, a new hover game. No. Dead by Daylight is nothing. What? No, I, actually, actually, Stop Man it. of Medan, right, is a co-op. It's a cooperative. No, no, it's a cooperation no, game. No, yes. No, yes. No. No. Yes. No. Yes. You know what, Leon? Yes. I think I need to go make my tea. So let's not talk about this anymore. Let's let's finish up. <laughs> I'm saying it now, right? I think I'm, we should I'm play not, it. I'm, 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 I pretend I do not hear it. I do not hear it. We should play Man and Madan, and I feel like if you're gonna, I am Simon face your fears and it is a manifest. no for me. I don't care. Well, you should. I am shit. I'm shit. I'm. I'm fucking scared. Anybody who is listening to this podcast, message Tegan and tell her to get Man of Madan. It's like having a job twenty four seven. You think these fuckers gonna pay my mortgage? I've, I've got, got money. money. <laughs> yeah, no, I think. We should now wrap up for this Halloween special. I know, it's been a long one. Fucking hell, I've been sat here for hours. Yep, we've been sat here for absolutely ages. Editing's probably going to take absolutely ages as well, so... Enjoy that job, Leon. Yep. Cool. So Enjoy. Yeah, I hoped, I hoped everybody liked this Halloween special today. It, okay. It's a different one. It's a bit of a different one. I also want to do a shout out to some new countries, for pe- people from new countries who have listened in. And that is Costa Rica, Hong Kong, and I think Canada as well. Wait, we've got, also got listeners from Australia. Hey, we've I love reached Australia. Australia. Don't forget as well to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts Apple Podcast. because it will help us out a lot. And if you want to follow the podcast, you can do at GTNALT Podcast. And where can they find you, Tegan? Find me on Twitter and Instagram, and it's at TeganHole underscore. And I'm a Thanks. bit of a weird one. I don't have Twitter. I don't like Instagram. So if you want to give me a cheeky follow, you can do at xleons and that is x-l-e-o-n-s i just want to add on to the end of this is i control the twitter podcast that's why could i not that was true that was i was struggling there <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah i control that so we can always call this like leona so come on because we hate yeah. this man so yeah so tegan Give controls the actual twitter podcast which is why you might see a few dyslexic errors him fucking bitch <laughs> It's been a really fun Halloween special. We hope you enjoyed it as well. And we'll see you all in a normal episode next week. Goodbye. Okay, peace out. I'm fucking starving.